All right, Bryson. Let, let's let's jump right into this here. Uh, right. Give me your number one. Uh, actually, give me your number three of your top three most underrated free agents. Okay, so top. All right, you said number three. Yeah, number three of your top three. Okay, so for number three, I have uh, Michael Conforto. Okay. Uh, Conforto. He is. Let's see. Twenty-eight years old. He's a career 255 hitter. He's shown flashes of pop. He had a 33 home run season, which actually shocked me. Exactly. Um, He took a step back in the 2020 season. He only batted 232, 55 RBIs, but he had an OBP of 344. Um, He gets on base. He's an above average fielder, in my opinion. I want to, in my opinion, he's one of the most underrated outfielders in the MLB, Mm -hmm. but like come free agency, I don't think he's going to like, attract a huge deal like um springer's a free agency it, no was springer a free agent last year yeah, yeah, yeah. Last okay year, 2020. i was gonna say he's not gonna pull a big uh contract like that but he's gonna pull like a, a starling Marte type contract yeah um, i could definitely see him pulling you know 12 13 mil exactly like just for a team like i'm uh like the reds i feel like him and the reds outfield would be Amazing! I think he'll bring a great bat to that lineup. He's going to bring a great glove to that outfield for Nick Castellanos. Oh, hey, watch out! I'm I'm very curious where Nick Castellanos uh, falls in free agency. I have no clue. I have no idea. I haven't been able to keep up recently with baseball. It's kind of a foreign language to me. But you know, who cares? During football season, exactly. Carter, who do you have as your number three most underrated free agent? My number three uh, is Brad Miller. Ooh. He used to play with the Phillies in 2021. He started off as really a pinch piece, mm-hmm. and he was kind of a you know fill in the spot kind of guy. I was gonna say, but he- when he played, he he kind of earned himself a spot in the lineup. Um, you know, average hitter overall. But uh, yeah, I was gonna say he has he had a player of the month card and a couple MLB the shows back and I remember his power was like 100 plus, mm-hmm. plus on both sides switch hitting bat um like you play said field, play a little bit outfield I was going to say he, he mostly can, played first base he can play almost anywhere third. on the infield and outfield can he yeah yeah going to say he can play almost every position on the field but yeah I don't know I think he's like 30 32 yeah I was going to say agent I mean he's not going to I don't see him getting more than four mil for a contract per year. Mm-hmm. Just like a veteran presence for a young team. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I'd like... It's a good stopgap, for y- sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on, number two, I have Brad Hand. Um, I know, I know. But hey, if if you need a quality reliever, don't look any farther than 31-year-old Brad Hand. Um he ate up 64 innings last season across three different teams. Uh, was it with Toronto, the Mets? I want to say he had another stint with Toronto. Then the Nationals uh, recorded 21 saves uh, in the year prior, the COVID year, the shortened season. Uh, he actually led the majors in saves with 16. Um, in my opinion, he eats up innings. He shuts the door in a lot of uh, situations. He has a great clutch factor. Um if you need a, a closer, like, um trying to think. who Who's an MLB team that you think needs a closer right now, Carter? Um, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. The Phillies? The Phillies? Yo. Good Ooh, could good you hand to the Phillies? That'd be nice. I, That'd be nice. But you were just saying gross. 
You'd be a fan of it. No, it was it was like a good, a good, <laughs> a good gross. gross. Okay, I get you. Who's your number two? Um, I'm gonna keep it with the Royals here. I'm gonna go with Jorge Soler. Oh, I love that Soler power. Uh, you know, didn't have a great season with the Royals. Got traded to the Braves, mm-hmm. and he went absolutely off. I mean, he won World Series MVP, and that speaks for itself. Dude, so. some of the balls he hit in the World Series oh were gosh. some of the hardest hit They're balls. They're still I think flying. I've seen. They have to be. I don't understand it. Gosh. He just like found a second life in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was so here for it. Do you remember whenever we went to that Royals game? We got the Solar Bobbleheads. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I still got that. Still got the Solar Bobblehead. That was a great game. That was awesome. Who do you think Solar stays in Atlanta? Chases another ring? No. No. Do I think? don't know where he goes, but I don't think he stays in Atlanta. All right, I get you. Knowing the Royals will probably bring him back. Hey. I mean, I'm not. Opposed I was gonna to that, say he, he's not old. Uh, yeah, like 27, 28. Yeah, pretty young. Got just absolute power beyond mm-hmm. measure. He kind of reminds me of his stance, if you think about it. It's kind of like Giancarlo Stanton. He doesn't yeah. use a lot of his lower body, I don't think. It's just mostly that like muscular upper body that he has mm-hmm. that he just muscles balls out. Dude, if they use their lower half, people are. I fear for baseball. People are dying. Like. If that hits a pitcher, like in a comebacker, if Stan's using his lower half... Like there's got to be something in their contract that says you can't swing exactly. your legs. <laughs> the MLB put something <laughs> out there. You are too much of a danger. Gosh, that you're. what's crazy is you're probably not wrong. Gosh. Uh, my number three, I kind of have a... Kind of a different one. A guy that... Carter, you said he was being compared to the Ronald Acuna of Japanese baseball. Uh-huh. Sanaya Suzuki. Uh, he's a 27-year-old Japanese superstar. Uh, he's trying to make his way to the MLB. Uh, he's been playing professional baseball since the age of 18. Uh, he's a cur- he has a career batting average of 309. Uh, over uh, his professional career, he's accumulated 189 homers. Uh, but he doesn't just bring a bat to uh, the majors. Uh, he's accumulated four gold gloves in the Japanese leagues. Uh, that he's played in throughout his career. He also has an absolute cannon for an arm. He's a thicker guy. I want to say he's around like 6'2", 207. So, uh, dude, we're pushing Mike Trout range here. Dude, yeah, for real. Absolute unit. I mean, I don't I don't know where he's going to go. I've seen that the Royals have been interested, hey. the Reds. Yo, if Sanaya Suzuki signs with the Royals, could you imagine that outfield? That'd be nice. Benny... It won't happen. No, but be nice. no, it won't happen. Sadly, <laughs> it seems like anytime there's a, a superstar or like big name player that the Royals have interest in, they somehow find a way to mess it up and they don't grab him. I don't know how that works because I know they only have like a limited time to sign international free agents, mm-hmm. and with the whole MLB lockout going on right now, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I if that time is like still ticking, or if like like he gets an extension on that time or what. I have but. no idea. I've always found the like international money and stuff like that. I found that very odd. Yeah, they like, only have like a certain amount they can spend on international creation. Exactly, and can't you trade like your international money? That I think so. Yeah, that's so wild to me. But I, Sanaya Suzuki, you watch his tape. He has a very fluid swing. Has I mean, Japanese star. I mean, I can't really no no Japanese star that's came to the MLB in the past couple years really stands out in my mind. Carter, do you have anyone that stands out in your head? What'd you say? Uh, an MLB player that's came from the Japan League that like sticks out in your head of being good at baseball or anything. No, no, I can't. You know, I only think of 
two guys, you know. But no, they're not. They're not. I was gonna I mean, say one's like Ichiro or Suzuki. Yeah, or like uh, the other one's like Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, the guy. I don't really know these guys. They didn't make it out of the minors. Yeah, I was gonna say he he pitches and he hits like that. That doesn't work in the no, majors. Just, you can't be doing. He's both. trying to do too much. You have to focus on one thing. You can't be good at both. Oh, God. <laughs> Gosh, Sanaya Suzuki. Maybe he's the next Ichiro Suzuki. Maybe he's yeah. the next uh, Shohei. But uh, love that Carter. Round us off. Who's your number three? Are you number one? Yeah, my number one, Jay. Hey, Josh Harrison. Ooh, um, I've always been a Jay Hay fan. Yeah, I have. He started out with Pittsburgh, jumped around a little bit. I think where did he end up? He he was with the with Nationals. The, with the the Nationals, and he got traded with Marte to Ooh, the A's. Okay. At the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had a career average year for him. But he's one of those guys that can play dang near anywhere you want him to play. Dude, you so. absolutely love versatile oh, yeah. defensive players. Oh, yeah. That's always been Carter's thing. If I you can it. play one spot, I don't care. Go no. away. Uh, who's if you can play nine spots <laughs> and you can't hit, and you don't know what a baseball bat is, but you can play all nine spots, a. send him my way. Austin Nola is perfect for Carter. Oh, yes. <laughs> love him. I know you don't do. sleep I, on Austin Nola. Exactly. Had a feeling. Oh, my. No, Jay Hay, I mean, like you said, he's He's an average bat, another kind of like... Um, who, a little quicker than average. Yeah, I was going to say, he has a great glove still. Mm-hmm, I mean, you mm-hmm. can you still see flashes. Great beard. Yeah, oh, the beard <laughs> is top tier. So, hey, Jay, hey, whatever you do, stay out of New York. Mm-hmm. We need the beard. I miss the Runetto door. Oh, beard. my God. They made him shave that, and he you, lost like five years of it. Do you see how young he Dude, looks? Crazy. He looks like a brand new player. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Um, is that all you got for your top three uh, free agents? Yeah, yeah. All right, moving off that, Carter, what's your number three off-season move that has been made so far? Um, my number three, I'm going to go with Robbie Ray to the Mariners. Five-year, $115 million deal. He'll be the ace in that rotation. Giving them that ace that they really need. Yeah, they, I mean, he won AL Cy Young, so... I was going to say, who, I can't think of who their ace has been since King Felix was out of there. Um, like, I, they have some young prospects that I know, but not, yeah, nothing I that mean, really... I, I definitely have to think on it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't name any guys off the... Maybe Top Taiwan the Walker, maybe? I'm not sure uh, yep. where he started off. Uh, yeah, I... No, no, no big name popped in my head. Yeah, for I mean that just shows you they were a game out from making the wild card last yeah, nobody year. Nobody expected them to be anywhere near that race. Exactly, but. and I mean with no pitching, basically mm-hmm, they were able mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, I, yeah, Robbie Ray is going to be a great addition to that yeah, rotation. Uh, now, no, what's your number three? Number three, I have Stephen Matz to the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, signed four years, forty-four mil. Okay. Uh, to me, it just seems like a good fit. Matt's quality pitcher, just like Brad Hand. He eats up innings. He keeps you in games. Um, I've always been a Stephen Matt's fan. I feel like he was overshadowed in uh, New York by Syndergaard and DeGrom. He then got an opportunity in uh, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toronto. And he was overshadowed by Robbie Ray. But he's still, like, he always seems to put up quality innings and, like, like I said, keep 
your team in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a 3.82 ERA in 100 in 150 innings pitched last season. Uh, I love the one-two punch of Jack Flaherty and uh, Stephen Mass this upcoming season. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That, that if Flaherty can get right, come back healthy, keep the arm healthy, I I could see the Cardinals making a, a postseason run. Yeah, I mean that they they got Jose Reyes. And- mm-hmm. Oh, What's that? And Jordan Hicks. Jordan and Jose Reyes and Jordan Hicks both in the want to be starters. Gosh, could you so, imagine? So they're going to be giving them some rotation time. Both of them gunning 102, 101. That's not fair. That is really not. Gosh, Jordan Hicks, um, Jack Flaherty, Steven Matz, and um, who is the fourth one? I forget. Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes. Golly. And then they got Carlos Martinez, too. <sighs> Wainwright. Yeah, old man Wayne. Uh, hey, he's had a great year. He's drinking that way. fountain of youth water. Oh yeah, he doesn't age. Him and Max Scherzer. They have to be. Uh, who's your number two offseason move so far? Um, Eduardo Rodriguez Ooh. to the Tigers. Ooh. Uh, you know he's not really a big name, but he had he had a pretty good year in Boston, and he, he's been in Boston his whole career. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went thirteen to eight through about one hundred and sixty innings. But you know he's a he's a good pitcher, especially going into the AL Central. He can eat up innings. He's probably going to tear the AL Central. Oh, up, not going to lie. He'll probably since he's in the AL Central, he'll probably be an AL Cy Young talk oh, next year. At, at Shane Bieber. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was at MVP talks. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean he he's pretty good, and I really like that that move. But I didn't like it enough to be my number one. I like that. Who's your number two? Uh, number two, I have Noah Syndergaard to the Angels. Uh, Thor coming off of Tommy John surgery last season. He only threw uh, two innings. But the Angels need, I think, an ace that's not named Shohei Otani. <laughs> I, I, Shohei Otani is, was one of the best pitchers in the majors last year. And I'm not taking anything away from him. But they didn't really have... I mean, who they have? Like Dylan Bundy. Yeah, like for that, it was. It was just a lot of just names. I feel throwing arms in there to ex- get through the season. Exactly, and I think Noah Syndergaard he adds that. Just, I'm just excited for Noah Syndergaard to be an angel. Oh yeah, I, that's I, gonna be nice. I think it works. I need to see Mike Trout get a ring. I pray. I need to see him in the playoffs again, and I I hope Thor can like. Yeah, I th- I hope he can get healthy. Eat up innings, put up quality starts, and get back to that Thor type of pitching season that he had uh, just like two, three years ago. Yeah, I mean he was he was a baller. I mean he earned the name Thor. I was gonna say so. He he was in talks for like NL Cy Young for the longest time before yeah. his injuries. He blew his arm out. Him and Degrom. I mean they used to be the one-two punch of the MLB. And scary. Oh gosh. All right, Carter. Your long-awaited number one off-season move so number far. Number one. Let's hear it. Uh, the Mariners. Going it back. wasn't a signing. They went out and traded in the Padres for... I completely lost what I was thinking about. Um, <laughs> they went and traded the Padres for Adam Frazier. Second-base yes. outfield guy. Yes. Uh, they were talking about picking up a second-base spot last year during the trade-down line. Talked about Whitmer a little bit. Yup. But they went out and traded for Adam Fraser. He was been on the move twice in the, in the last, like, six months. He was Poor an all-star guy, last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did pretty good. Yeah. Um, he hit 305 last year. What? Yep, did pretty good. Hey, 
Yeah, oh, I remember we were sitting at the Royals game, and me and you were sitting there looking at all the like league leaders, and Adam Frazier popped up, mm-hmm. and neither of us had any clue that he was hitting. At the time, <laughs> I think he was in like 325. He was insane. And it was almost the all-star break, I want to say. Yeah, with it, Pittsburgh. I was going to say, you didn't hear about it because he was in that small market mm-hmm. Pittsburgh team. Oh, I like that pickup a lot. Yeah, it's nice. I really like that. That was a great number one. Ma- the Mariners team is making moves. Dude, are, are the Mariners the most slept-on team in this year's upcoming season? Are they your sleeper team? I think you, so. Oh. I want to say so. He says so. I mean, I like the Angels and the Mariners getting better. Yeah. And then the Astros getting worse. I see. Because they're going to lose both <laughs> right now, so. Yeah. They're getting worse. See, I feel like these small market teams like the Mariners, like the Angels aren't really small market, but the Angels, teams that haven't been like, great as of late mm-hmm. like becoming making these splash moves like the rangers going out and signing Corey seager um like you said the trade for adam frazier i i like this for baseball like mm-hmm. it gets seattle fans now they're more inclined to go into games and stuff um i think that small market teams being good is just great for baseball oh yeah uh, number w- one for me, I got Marcus Stroman to the Chicago Cubs. You, I know Carter hated. I, mean, I his love move. Stroman. Stroman's probably one of my favorite pitchers. Mm-hmm. But why the Cubs? Why the Cubs? Why the Cubs? This man's career. He just said no. I don't. I don't want to play baseball anymore. <laughs> uh, signed him for three years, seventy-one mil. Stroman's coming off of a phenomenal season uh, with the Mets. Uh, always a great defensive asset to have. I want to say he's won a couple gold gloves. Uh, mm-hmm. He can handle the stick a little bit. Uh, so I know he's going to be excited to hit the baseball in uh, Wrigley Field. But pitchers are moving like hotcakes, and Stroman to the Cubs has to be one of my favorite moves. Uh, he's been expressing all week about how excited he is to go and pitch in Wrigley all over Twitter. He's been uh, interacting with Cubs fans already. Uh, my favorite thing about Stroman is he... Uh, one of the only, not only, but one of the biggest pitchers to like advocate for mental health. And I watched his interview. Uh, I want to say it was on MLB Network. They were asking him about like his offseason routine and all that. He said the biggest thing that he focused on this offseason was his like mental health. And I just think that's something that kind of like flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. So him being able to bring that and just the swagger that he holds when he's on the mound, uh, when he's in the dugout. Uh, when he's in the locker room. I love him bringing that to this kind of struggling Cubs team that, I mean, a couple years ago found themselves at the number one team in baseball, but now they're kind of that forgotten team that like lost all their pieces. So kind of trying to throw together a bunch of things, and I love Stroman to the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I wish. I was really hoping he went to the Angels. Ooh, him and lie, Thor. Because that would have been a great... Uh, top of three man rotation. That probably would have been one of the best rotations in baseball. That probably would be and number from two. The Angels being a terrible pitching team to one of the best. Gosh, that'd have been nice. I didn't even think but about. But he's not with the Cubs. I'm I, disappointed. I'm not good for I, the Cubs. I was gonna say bad for, for Marcus Stroman. I w- I wasn't upset with him going to the Cubs just because he. Uh, I just yeah, like you said, I would have liked him to go to a team that needed or had a yeah. shot. Because I, like you're coming off a great season, mm-hmm. you gotta want to go to like a, com- a competing team. Think if he'd have gone back to Toronto, that'd been crazy. Oh, that'd I love been that. Nice. That'd have been nice. Back in the yeah, I've loved him ever since that 
the World Baseball Classic. Oh, he he's just one of those pitchers that shows raw emotion, mm-hmm. and that's good for the sport of baseball. I love it. Um, you got anything else for your top three moves that have already happened this offseason? I don't. I no. don't know. All right. Uh, let's move on to... Final topic. Um, like, prospects. Prospects. Like, yes. your top three prospects moving into the 2022 season. Ooh, you want to your number three? Number three. I have the 14th overall prospect for, an, again, Carter. not Carter's favorite team, I'd assume, the Chicago Cubs. Ew, stop. I know. I just, Are you it, just want to move to Chicago? I was going to say, I might just be a Chicago fan, oh, guys. Man. Brendan Davis, or Brennan Davis, I'm sorry. Okay. Brennan Davis, the number 14th overall prospect. Um, quick little side tangent. He wasn't always an MLB hopeful. He was actually a state basketball champion hey. uh, in his senior year of high school. Uh, Brennan Davis, uh, he proved in the minors this past season that he can handle the bat. He's a career 277 hitter. Uh, he rallied 19 home runs last season. In my opinion, watching his swing, watching tape on him, he's shown that he's capable of pulling off a 30 for 30, um, 30 homer, 30 stolen base season. Uh, I'd love to see him in that Cubs outfield. Didn't they just uh, acquire Clint Frazier? Yeah. Brennan Davis. Released him. Yeah, I would love to see Clint Frazier and Brendan Davis in that Cubs outfield. Uh, I know they got Nick Madrigal and Nico Horner in that uh, corner. I mean, middle infield with Brendan Davis. Uh, not Brendan Davis. I'm sorry. Um, Patrick Wisdom at third. I the the Cubs have a lot of young pieces that I'm excited to see all come together, and I mm-hmm. hope that it all works. Yeah, I mean I, that Cubs team. Is rebuilding for sure. Oh yeah, but they have they have some they have some good guys. They have some good pieces. Like Stroh, they got, yeah. they, got Stroh. <laughs> they got Marcus Stroh and Carter. Who's your number three? Uh, Bryson Stott Ooh. of the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, he plays shortstop, probably a little bit in field too. But I think the question a lot of Phillies fans has have is, our gosh, I just I just threw up English. <laughs> Where's their heart? <laughs> But um, question is, will he be their shortstop? Like, will, will he be their everyday shortstop that they need? Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope so. I mean, he hit 299 in the minors last year. And that's pretty good. And they're in desperate need of a shortstop yeah. or third base. So if he wants to move over and play third base. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, who's your number two? Uh, number two for me, I have... Kansas City Royal, Asa Lacey. Hey. Hey, absolutely love Asa Lacey. I remember I was sitting at Centerline uh, Volleyball Place and watching the MLB draft on my phone. And when the Royals selected Asa Lacey, uh, I want to say it was out of Texas A&M. Like, who is this kid? The first person that they compared him to was a mixture of Clayton Kershaw and Aroldis Chapman. Gross. If you were in the mix of talking or being compared to to one of the greatest pitchers of all time and one of the greatest relievers of all time, you're in good company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Royals drafted him fourth overall, and fans have been excited to see Asa Lacey make his major league debut uh, since his name was called in that draft. Um, he's 6'4". He's lengthy. He has a fastball that tops out at 97. He has an upper 80 slider. He has a great curveball. Uh, and I, I truly think that Asa Lacey in that Royals' young rotation would be the thing that like pushes them. I think Lacey, Singer, uh, Jackson Kowar, um, I'm forgetting someone. 
Oh, who's the other guy? I'm forgetting Carter. Coar Singer. Brad Keller. Keller. No, they Dave had a Judas? they had a young guy. Oh, there was had a young pitcher. Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um. Oh gosh. But they just. I know they they drafted a pitcher. No, he he pitched last year. He was in the rotation last year. Boobich. Chris Boobich. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Don't know. I, feel, I feel stupid. Yeah. Like, we're going to get shunned by the Kansas City Natives. Straight up. You can bring oh, up man. Daniel Lynch as well. The Royals have a bunch of young arms, and I think Asa Lacey is the best arm in the Royals' farm system. And Wait. I think – what were we saying? I was just agreeing with Oh, sorry. Uh, I think he's the best arm in that Royals uh, farm system, and I think the day he steps onto a major league mound, I think he's the best pitcher in the Royals' rotation. I know that's yeah, high. I, I know, agree. Yeah. I mean, Brady Singer might give him a run for his money there, but I, no, I'm, here to, I'm here to see it. Yo, so. real quick, did you see uh, Whit Merrifield messing with uh, Brady Singer this, uh, I think, yesterday? No, I didn't see that. Uh, they went to, oh, I forget whose wedding it is. I completely just... Probably Brady Singer's wedding. No, it wasn't Singer's because uh, they were going to this wedding and Whit had like, made him think that it was a black, uh, black and white like wedding so wore like a three-piece suit the whole night and Witt took a video of it and was like we're here at so-and-so's wedding uh completely just got brady singer made him think it was a black tie wedding and it completely wasn't so i love that him and wit just like go back and forth i mean dumping water <laughs> on each other they, they have a great relationship and i'm excited to see what the royals can do next year uh Carter, you're number one. Who's your number one prospect you're most excited to see next year? I'm going to go back to my number two. Yes. What am I doing? Yeah. I think I'm, I'm sorry. I think you just don't have a number hey. two and don't want to talk hey. about it. I just talk talked about, about my number two. It was Asa Lacey. But no, I forgot that uh, I went first talking. So, Carter, who is your number number two? Uh, my number two is Christian Pache. Ooh. Um, plays outfield for the Braves. And with Ronald Acuna going to be out for half of the season next year, and Jorge Soler probably not coming back, and Jock Peterson and Eddie Rosario being free agents, uh, he's in a prime spot to be an everyday piece straight up. Field. Uh, he's pretty good defensively, and that's pretty much what he's known for, but he hit 280 in the minors last year. <laughs> or, no, 280 career minors average. Oh, gotcha. That's not, not too hot last year, so I didn't, I didn't want to... <laughs> didn't want to bring that, that one up. <laughs> but... But yeah, I think he's gonna be a great piece. He's very fast. Yeah, he had a future stars card in the game. It might be the show for a little bit that I used. He did. He's a fluid swing, um, above average fielder. I I like Christian Pache for sure. Uh gosh. Number one. Number one. It's that time. <clears throat> Hunter Green, uh, the twenty-two-year-old took the NCAA by storm at Notre Dame. Uh, he was like Shohei Otani. He pitched and he hit. Uh, he touched triple digits Jeez. in high school. Oh my gosh. He was in high school throwing over a hundred miles an hour. Those poor kids. Uh, what sucks is injuries have plagued him from seeing the majors so far. He had Tommy John surgery last year. Um, or no, it was a two years ago. I'm sorry, because last year he was able to, uh, show the Reds that he has some health, um, I think the Reds need a little youth. I mean, Sonny Gray's not getting any younger. 
I think Hunter Green is one of the best pitching prospects in all of baseball. And I'm he's tall, he's lengthy, he's just a big guy that throws gas, and I, I mm-hmm. hope to see him in the majors next year. Yeah. Carter Hoosier. I mean I think really highly of my number one. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably the best pitching prospect. Okay. In the majors. Okay. This is my opinion. I don't know what he's actually ranked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Leiter. Ooh. Newly acquired, yep. newly drafted Jack the, Leiter. The first round draftee from Vanderbilt. Uh, he got drafted by the Rangers. Uh, in his two years with Vanderbilt, he had a 2.08 ERA. And that's pretty good. Gosh. Pitched in the College World Series oh, multiple yeah. times. Um, yeah, I think he's going to do really well in Texas. Especially since they're making moves to be good again. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Vanderbilt, uh, Kumar Rocker. Ooh. I was really hopeful that Gosh. he would I wanted, get offered a contract from the Mets. I wanted the Royals to draft him so bad. But he failed, pretty much failed the physical yep. from the Mets, and they didn't even want to take a chance at him. That's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were talking that Kumar Rocker was a better pitcher than Jack Leiter, yeah. and he should have been drafted higher than him. <clears throat> but, I mean, like you said, couldn't pass the physical. Um, I know the big question with him was, can his arm hold up in the majors? Because just like a Hunter Green, he's one of those guys that pumps 96, 97. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Christian, he made a comment to me that move Kumar Rocker to the pin let him throw an inning or two, uh, let him throw as hard as he wants, as fast as he can, mm-hmm. so he's not throwing 80, 90 pitches a game at 97, 98 miles an hour. Um, just let him go crazy in the bullpen. And I, I, I've thought about that a lot, and that honestly would have been a great idea, but I don't know if Kamara was, is set on being a starter or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I, that number one, I mean, Jack Leiter, watched him at Vanderbilt, he – quality guy I wonder, oh, yeah. he's a great uh great guy uh did a lot of things for the vanderbilt community um that one-two punch of kumar rocker and jack Leiter was just gross it wasn't, that wasn't fair could you could you imagine vanderbilt has a lot of guys oh that yeah come out of there and go to the pros straight up dansby oh yeah gosh uh could you imagine the rangers going from arguably the laughing stock of the mlb to newly acquiring Corey Seager, and then rolling Marcus out Marcus Simeon. Simeon, and then rolling out Jack Leiter, like that. That's that, not fair. That'd they be also nice. Got John Gray Gosh. for the veteran presence for that, Jack. Yeah, that'd be exciting. Uh, the The Rangers would be a fun team to watch. Oh yeah, I'd be willing to go to Texas and watch a Rangers game, and I don't think I've ever said that. No, I don't think you ever said that again. <laughs> I was gonna, for real. Not gonna be for a very long time. Uh, Cardi, you got anything else on this uh, call to the pin episode? No, no. I hope I hope the the players' association and the MLB come to a quick agreement here, so yes. we don't need to get that figured out. So we don't have a baseball this season like we did in '94. <sighs> but I'm here for it. whatever they do. I'm here for it. Yep. <laughs> as long as they have baseball again at some point, yep. I'll be happy. Hey. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Hey, Carter, thank you again for letting me jump on. I know yeah, yeah. not this is the first time I think I've ever been on the Call of the Pin episode besides like putting my two cents in for the <laughs> Rookie of the Year award race. But uh, again, I appreciate you letting me come on, talk some baseball. It was a great time. Yeah, it's no problem. You good? 
Yeah. All right. We out. Peace.